0: Okay, let's get going. Yeah, oh. right, right they <laughs> You know, just doing some pre getting into podcast position,
1: there. That's it. That's the stuff. Yes. All right, let's go. <laughs> Spread them as wide as you can. There you go.
0: Hold on. Let me finish up my vi- let me finish up my vinyasas. Then I'll get the podcast. Jesus going. Christ. <laughs> 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 super friends and welcome to nerds for normal people the podcast that brings nerd culture to a normal world i am your master of the geekly arts daniel Dunstan. with me i have three wonderful gentlemen and fine experts on nerdhood we have david hood hey, it's nice to be back christopher tomlin glad to be here sirs
1: and of course bill sheehy as the spanish say let's go let's go get that bread guys
2: <laughs>
0: exactly
1: exactly you can quote me on that too (laughs) i'm sure we will i need you to repeat that uh as the spanish say let's go get this bread guys (laughs) bill
0: always having the best quotes to get us started (laughs) now i will be the first to admit we have been away for a bit (laughs) (laughs) probably for two months something like that it was honestly a weird collection of especially Chris Tomlin and I were traveling with our TV show and then doing a bunch of other stuff for the show and then you had Christmas and more travel and so start of the new year I'm going to try to do a resolution to be a bit more consistent with these and try to just generally not wait four months or
3: however long it was in between. <laughs> uh, anyone else have any fun resolutions? Ooh, I think I have one. I think this year I should be nicer to Bill on these podcasts.
1: This year I'm gonna be meaner to David. It's so um, hard wow, hard. wow! <laughs> just cut me off it's, like that, you it's, jerk! It's too wow. Well, I was, I was resolutions. It's it I wasn't in the end.
3: I wasn't done yet, and you just went ahead and cut me off. You're such an asshole. Thank you. Perfect. I broke my resolution already. <laughs> Fuck him.
1: First F bomb of the year. Thank you. How, how, are we, how, are we in, how long are we into this? No, no. The and other and resolution. Minutes.
0: This. No, the other resolution. This was going to be a completely clean podcast. Oh, perfect. So thanks a lot, David. Come on. Awesome. As great. always, two thousand twenty. All, right. All right. My resolution that's yours is yours, and
3: see how many resolutions I can break. All right.
0: You can start listening now, kids. <laughs> All right. Ear muffs on that first part. <laughs> Well, a lot of stuff happened while we were away. We had a bunch of movie trailers come out, as well as a bunch of movies come out. We're going to just break down some of the big ones, starting with arguably the biggest movie trailer from last year, and probably going to be the biggest movie of this year, and that is... The sequel to Marley and Me is... I'm kidding. It's Avengers (laughs) Endgame.
2: Marley and Me. Marley for (laughs) Marley
0: and Me to The Reckoning. (laughs) But no, Avengers Endgame. The sequel to Avengers Infinity War. This will be the 22nd movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, It is coming out April 26th. So just about month and a half after Captain Marvel it looks to be judging from some tweets at least the final film for Chris Evans because he basically tweeted like hey I just wrapped my final Marvel movie It thanks for being there for all this time mm-hmm. it it was a blast
4: I, I... who do we know is not coming back? do we know Robert Downey Jr. Is, is this last one?
0: I don't think so and... I don't think I think at what time it sounded like it was, but then you just get Mm -hmm. rumors that it's not. I think the only... Chris Evans, most people are assuming, especially post that tweet, and then a lot of other discussion has been Chris Hemsworth, Mm -hmm. because he said he's kind of wanted to leave for a little bit.
1: See, I I have a couple of thoughts. First, I don't think this will be Chris Evans' last movie. I think that tweet that he did was kind of just to throw us off the scent a little bit, because I think Endgame after everything that happened with uh, Infinity War, after the snap, I think that the way that the, this movie will end, I think it'll put things back in like a different place, so like Captain America may be in a different kind of spot. Uh, maybe he may be back, go back in time. Who knows? I don't think this will be the end of Chris Evans, and I think you know, it, it, if it is the end of Hemsworth, or, or, or Thor, or wherever, I think that's kind of a bummer because I feel like he's just now like, I I didn't really care about Thor until like Ragnarok because that was such a, like a a game changing movie for Thor and making me like that character. And I I Mm -hmm. think he's continuing that. So I'd love to see more of him. And if this is the last movie that we see him and I'm kind of bummed and a little disappointed.
4: I a hundred percent agree with you, Bill. I thought like I have never been a Thor guy and after Ragnarok and Infinity War, I was like, oh, man, I, I'm I'm now into the Thor character. And it's a shame that this is all ending because I feel like he just now hit his stride. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just like he just found a sweet spot and now it's going away. But I I think that Robert Day Jr. just I mean, I could be wrong. My prediction is he just sticks around for Spider-Man movies because yeah, he, is, he is the yeah. touch point in Spider-Man. Mm
2: hmm.
3: I'm just going to say, yeah, he has to stay around for Spider-Man, but when it comes to Thor, if you, if you take away Thor, chances are you also take away Loki, because you can still bring back Loki with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So, well, that that would be a big loss for people, because everyone loves Tom Hiddleston. Well, mm-hmm. and one thing is, they have already
0: confirmed they're doing for their new streaming service, uh, Disney's new streaming service, they are doing a Loki mm-hmm. show or miniseries or something. As well as a Scarlet Witch one, and then a Falcon and Winter Soldier one.
1: Where would it make sense for the Loki series to happen if they don't bring him back? Would it be like right after the door? I mean, it, we we don't know really anything about the the show, but like, I, I we're it's obviously not the last we're gonna see of Loki. Do you guys <laughs> you guys
4: are comic guys more than he, me? Can you do a Loki show and make him the protagonist?
0: Yeah, he's had his he's uh spearheaded his own comic before. And there are times where he's actually a good guy. Uh, You could even have him maybe trying to be a good guy after his brother disappears or something. Because there's Mm -hmm. even other stories of other Thors, other people who could pick up the hammer and become Thor, including uh, Jane Foster in the recent comics. Jane Foster. Jane, Jane Foster, Foster. Yeah, but what's the chance? <laughs> Jane
1: Fonda could do it too. I mean,
2: ha- no, why not? It's What's
4: the chance we not? get
1: Natalie Portman back? No, I don't think she. I, I never. I really I don't think she's. I think back. she got burned off Star Wars and Thor. That but, she's but, just staying away but, from. Where,
3: it. where they could go with Thor though is they could get rid of Thor and bring in Beta Ray Bill. Well, I would be on board for that. I'm not sure how normal now, audience That's
0: is just would like
1: Thor, like horse Thor, right? That's horse story. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Cool. And um, I, I, I think Loki is. Pr- they've been trying to like make him more of a, like even like some backstory that they did for Avengers, which they were. Uh, there was a little bit of uh, retconning recently that they posted that like Loki w- had been um, uh, manipulated or like affected by the Mind Stone. Yeah, uh, so why, That's why he was acting more evil or they're, worse than he usually is.
0: They're trying to do whatever they could to make you not think Loki's evil before yeah. the new series starts. Right. Exactly,
1: exactly.
4: Well, ha- you also, you know, uh, Anthony Hopkins does TV now, mm-hmm. so like he could pop up <laughs> if they need him to, especially in like he did in Ragnarok, where. They were just like, "Can you be in this movie?" He was like, "Yeah, but I'm not going to get in a costume. Yeah, I'm just, just- going to wear these khakis and a regular <laughs> shirt." Okay, that's good enough for us. Perfect.
0: Well, yeah. and you you could even have I think an interesting series would be Loki trying to figure out who he is if he's trying to be a hero.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd, That'd be, be an to-
0: interesting take.
1: I'd like I'd like to see that because. Like, like I said with with Thor the more I see of Loki the more I like him too because like I mm-hmm. at first I didn't understand what well, why are people going crazy about Loki I mean he's because Tom Hiddleston's cute I mean eh, I think it's <laughs> I, I think there's more to that I, I, I he's also I, very charismatic that's true I, I I put more in the that into the charisma but uh yeah I I just the more I see of him I like him more and I think just like uh, chris is getting better with thor i think he's just getting better with loki so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and it might be because i think part of what chris hemsworth always said the two things he always said for why he might leave thor is one getting in that kind of shape every year or two is actually very tough and oh, very straining is it? i didn't <laughs> yeah i had no idea really <laughs> like that's that's the thing is it's like Thor is like gigantic and he has to get in that kind of shape and it's just like it just is wearing me out. I'm on but day
1: think- I'm on day 2 of trying to look better and I already <laughs> want to kill myself.
0: Oh god, my back hurts. Anyway, and I think the other thing is uh, the Thor movies were generally considered to be among the worst of the Marvel mm. movies. And he actually Chris Hemsworth got a bunch of creative influence in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. they kind of let him pick who the director was, and he was able to change some stuff for the story for his own purposes and It turned out to be one of their best movies mm-hmm. and so maybe if he's like, "Hey, if I can still kind of have my share of influence on this, might be worth me sticking around,
1: yeah, and I think that they, they finally now that you say that, they finally leaned into uh his ability as a comedic actor. Because oh, yeah. everything that like even like the bad Ghostbusters or Vacation or whatever he's been in in a comedic role, I think he's been really good. And even in mm-hmm. like when I saw him in uh uh Bad Times of the El Royale, I thought like he there was certainly things that were kinda a little bit comedic to him, but like I I, I I've continued to like what he's doing. Yeah. I will say Chris Evans has said
0: before he wants to get into directing and work mm-hmm. behind the camera. Plus, I think he's also set to star in some iTunes show mm-hmm. that's going that they're creating, like their first attempt or something at original content. So well, Hemsworth is also
4: going to be in a franchise we're going to talk about in a minute, yeah,
0: right? True. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, like Chris Evans, I I think he has said he loves the character, and even if this is, I don't think this will necessarily be his last Marvel movie. He might not be. Captain America by the end of it but I bet they like frame it in some kind of way where if he wants to come back it's there like yeah. the opportunity's there.
1: Well for and him. and after I guess either Endgame or Far From Home we'll get like we'll have a they'll, they'll release the slate of films because we we have untitled movie names until what mm-hmm. was it 2024 or something like that.
0: Well they have to figure out what some of those are yeah. cuz uh One thing they've said is I think post-end game, they're going to sort of do away with the idea of phases. Mm -hmm. And so that's not,
1: that's not sustainable. Cause like it, you, you, Oh yeah. You're just like in 10 years, you're in phase 19 or whatever. And it's just like, well, what's changed really? It's just, well, it's just phase 19 instead of phase five or whatever. Mm -hmm. Can I get
4: get you guys to give me odds right now on something? Mm -hmm. Sure. What are the odds? So we get an end credits sequence after end
0: game. A yeah, hundred percent. A hundred. Really? See, I'd I th-
4: say, I think that you don't because I think that this is your closeout. So I think that well, this is here's more the, dramatic to then, leave
1: you without one. But then you have Far From Homecoming two like two weeks two months after this. So I think like they'll have something. Because they're they're not gonna just like Sure, it's. I, I think it's going to be this because they've already talked about it being like three hours long, which hundred percent okay with. Like, I'm I'm going to enjoy the crap out of that movie when it comes out, and I don't care however long it is. I'll I'll pee in a cup if I have to. I don't care. <laughs> they're going to put an intermission. Yeah, yeah, in. yeah. Your fellow moviegoers are <laughs> yeah, going to love that. They will. Uh, they won't, They won't hear anything. It's fine. Um, but I I think that it, it's 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 obviously going to be this big conclusion, but it's also I, they're they're building for the future of the franchise. Now, we've got X-Men coming into the universe in the next 5 years. We've got Fantastic 4 coming into the universe. So I think that it, plus like, you know, there's a Scarlet uh let yeah, a uh, Black Widow movie coming in yep. the next 2 or 3 years. So
0: supposedly. Yeah, so I think Right now they just have a
1: screenwriter. I think they'll 100% be a uh I think there'll be two. One will be for far from home and then the next one will be building towards what the next big bad is which it could be galactus it could be uh, hell i don't know and i will throw
0: this out also uh even along the lines of even if they don't do something looking ahead to the future of their universe i think if my if what i've read and the sort of math on it checks out it's either gonna be endgame or far from home, but I think it's end game is the last Stan Lee cameo that they already mm-hmm. have shot. Mm-hmm. And so even if they don't necessarily do a post credit scene setting up tons of future stuff, mm-hmm. they might do something in honor of Stan Lee.
1: And they should, because every like even when even when Daniel and I Daniel and I went to go see Once Upon a Deadpool and uh, mm-hmm. Spider Man together. Those Stan Lee cameos and like the Stanley uh, thing that they did at the end of Deadpool, oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, I have if if the, if so a movie that's not even in the MCU got me a little choked up to, uh, uh, when they showed Stanley and showed some of his like of, of him talking and all that. If that got mm-hmm. me choked up, I can't imagine what that cameo and what they're gonna do to, uh, at the end of that movie to to honor him.
4: Is there any chance they just that they really shock everybody and and actually tease something that no one knows about.
0: They might, yeah. Especially th- because there's just, as Bill said, they've not announced a whole lot for what's coming after Endgame, so they could easily pull some surprises mm-hmm. out on
1: us. Well, I hope they do. What would be cool is if, like, without announcing it, like, with keeping it hush hush. I think you know, having, um, yeah. Movies over, end credits uh, have gone. Post credits, you see just a dude in a wheelchair, bald head, and you see him going into this no, room. That's what I was getting at. So yeah. I, I think that Either, would something like that, or well, or, or, I I can't or maybe s- something
0: Fantastic Four related yeah. or Doctor Doom related. Mm-hmm. Doom Ooh. would probably be the best choice there because you need well, what's a who's a villain who can take on the universe? Well, Doom. Yeah. Hmm. Doom does not use doors. Jesus Christ, that's a wonderful moment. I think you can find it uh, probably on a Google search. Where it's like <laughs> he just he just blows up doors because Doom does not open doors like a peasant.
3: <laughs> there's there's one word like Namor was trying to stop Doom from tooting a horn. and He goes, "Fool! No one can prevent Doom from tooting this horn." <laughs>
0: <laughs> there have already been some rumors they might have Doctor Doom. As, like, the villain for, like, Black Panther 2. Because they'd both be heads of nations. Mm-hmm. there
3: would be a nation war? That'd be legit as hell.
0: Latvia mm-hmm.
4: versus Wakanda.
0: Oh, perfect. Yep. A tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> Any other
3: predictions or fun things for Avengers Endgame? Stan Lee recorded a heartfelt message before he died and- that, that's gonna be the end credits. Oh, mm. I'm not ready for that. Uh, he might have
0: because they've kind of known this was coming, which is why they were taping so many in advance.
3: Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, that's gonna happen. He, he has some kind yeah. of message for that, and like, especially with the, this being the last like main series movie, I guess it would you, you would say.
2: Yeah,
3: he there has to be something special. Yeah,
0: I I would not be surprised if, like Bill said right at the end they reference the x-men or something that they've not had access yeah, cause
1: to yeah cuz like like now now that i'm thinking about it like with avengers the first avengers they hadn't cast thanos yet and we still got we got our first, first look at thanos so mhm just bald head wheelchair that's really all you need it could even be galactus mm-hmm.
0: absolutely well that was not the only movie that had a trailer in the 2 months we were gone <laughs> There's also a new Men in Black Ugh. coming out. MIB International, set in London. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's set in London. It stars Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. As Are well we all as down Liam, on this? Uh, Liam Neeson and Emma Thompson. I,
3: I'm I'm okay with it. I I Men in Black has been overrun for me. I, I was done after 2. I,
0: this looks like it's sort of a return to form and looks kind of fun. Mainly, you've got two really good leads who mm-hmm. bounce well off of each other.
1: I'm actually, like, kind of excited for this. Because, like, when I was a kid, like, I would go through, like, phases of, like, of movies that I would watch constantly. And Men in Black, the first Men in Black, was was one of those movies. And, like, it, it definitely, I feel like it... it, it Hits that vibe of the original, and it also like it's like it's referencing them. Like there's a picture of K and uh, and Mm -hmm. J in it. So I mean, Mm -hmm. you could see cameos from Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. I think that'd be really really cool. Not likely, but hey, it can happen. (laughs) I I would definitely say not likely. But but hey, it could happen. The fact that they've shown that like okay, this happened. This is part of the canon. uh, I think is cool and. Like you guys said, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth, every time when they work together, they have a lot of chemistry. And you, all the other people in it, too Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson th- th- those are people that I get excited about. So I'm kind of not like super high, but like I thought this movie was a terrible idea before I saw the trailer, and now I'm excited for it.
3: I, I don't know. I've I just never been a guy that believes I. Ben Black, the original one, was a was gold, it was amazing. You, I don't think you get lightning strikes twice. Mm-hmm.
4: I don't uh, think you need it. I don't. Th- I don't think there's any need for this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, I. I don't. I don't get it. I don't think anybody was asking for it. I don't know why the director of Friday has to direct it. <laughs> why <laughs> I not? This seems like an odd choice. I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems like a different mm-hmm. type of tone. I don't. I don't know. Like he did, Like F. Gary Gray was awesome with Straight Outta Compton. Like that. That killed. I just don't. I don't see anything in his repertoire that says humorous sci-fi romp. Mm-hmm. You know, like I see straight. I see Straight Outta Compton. Mm-hmm. I see Fate of the Furious. Well, Fate of the Furious, I guess, is action Yeah. Law-abiding is. citizens, not exactly. You know, a, Italian jobs, kind of exciting. Um, well, but other than that, it's a bunch of music videos. You know? But
1: then at the same like in who who could have thought that Jordan Peele could make a, a terrific mm. horror movie and mm-hmm. that was a so that also had a lot of social commentary to it and win an Oscar. I mean, like people people can do different things. I mean it's
4: That's true. And he did make one of my favorite movies of the nineties, mm-hmm. which is uh Set It Off. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, which has uh Queen Latifah in it. It's a heist movie. Oh, it's cool. fantastic. Sweet. Um yeah, I, I mean, if you haven't seen that, that's worth digging up. Like, it's kind of a it's kind of a forgotten '90s movie, but it's great. Between uh, the I think Jada, Pink, Jada Pinkett's in yeah. that. I think it's really good.
0: Sweet. And I'll say, like Taika Waititi mostly just did. He had only done a handful of movies, and they were all low budget independent films. And then he got handed a giant part of a franchise and knocked it out of the and, park.
1: Like, mm-hmm. truly, like I,
2: yeah.
0: I'll say this, like Bill, I was, when I heard they were doing a reboot of Men in Black, I was like, oh, this is probably going to be awful. But the trailer gave me a bit more hope. Yeah. It seemed like it was a fun tone. Who
3: knows? By all means, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is a great movie. I'm just not keeping my hopes Mm -hmm. up.
0: Now, here's a question that is a deep cut, but... Will this be the one that fully ties Men in Black into their comic book roots and just pairs them up in the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe? I know. I there's, there's no <laughs> way.
3: There's you, no, you can't, you can't do them in the Marvel yeah, Cinematic Universe. You can't universe. have Valkyrie, Valkyrie and it. Thor
1: as um, the Men in Black <laughs> yeah. when and then they meet with. Maybe that's the yeah. maybe that's the trick. <laughs> just, maybe they really they just are meet with Valkyrie each other. Yeah. that'd be dope. <laughs> uh, I'm, hey, that's a plot
3: <laughs> twist. If that's if
1: I if I see MIB and. That's the that's the end. I'm
3: like, well, well done.
1: Well done. Secret Marvel yeah. movie.
3: V- v- Valkyrie and Thor just turn around and turn into a alien buddy cop movie.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm down for that. Because yeah, the original Men in Black comics were released by Marvel Comics. <laughs> the things that predate the first movie. Yeah, Did but... they
4: have any interaction with any uh, not well-known Marvel characters?
0: No. They were completely separate. They were just published by Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I just threw that out for fun. <laughs>
4: Now, I will say that I, I, another movie we're going to talk about here in a little bit is another throwback that's being rebooted that I think looks much better than this, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and just jump to it now. Speaking of transitions. Speaking of transitions, uh, Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Now, see if this sounds familiar. Hellboy is a sort of another supernatural fantasy thing with some comic uh, comedic elements. It's set in London. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's just all oh, movies now. A lot of tax makes <laughs> in London these days. <laughs> I guess. Uh, David Harbour from uh, Stranger Things is going to star as Hellboy.
1: Coffee and Contemplation.
2: <laughs> yes. I can't wait for the scene where... He's got a cigarette. Mornings sits. are for coffee
1: and contemplation.
0: <laughs> I think... I'm not super familiar with the Hellboy comics. Noah did mention to me at one point that, like, the storyline for this one looks based on, like, the last Hellboy story. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't sure how that would work mm-hmm. if they tried to well, set I'm, up a series.
1: I'm confused as to why they would remake Hellboy when... I Granted, I haven't seen them, but why they would reboot when they already have a, a semi-popular like popular and, like, one that fans liked with Ron Perlman and uh, Guillermo del Toro. Um, Have you not seen the original? Have you not seen the first? Two, I've Bill? seen. You've I've not? seen parts of the first one. I liked it. It was just like on FX, and like I turned oh, it all. They're oh, good. They're, they're great. They're, yeah, they're yeah. so good. It, but uh, and that's what I've heard constantly is that oh, these movies are great. Even like the Golden Army was, or the second one was really really good too. Mm-hmm. So I, I just. Oh, yeah. I'm, Confused as to why they remade it when you already had an
3: established
1: canon, established storyline. Why do
3: they keep remaking Batman's money, money? But you could have. It, it could is you have,
0: because the last of those movies came out in two thousand eight.
3: Did it? Has it been that
1: long? Yeah, yeah it's Jeez. been that long.
0: Golden Army came out in two thousand eight, so they, like, I guess in their mind, they're if they're gonna reboot it, they're gonna or they're going to bring the franchise back, they're going to do a big reboot mm-hmm. and go all out. And David Harbour's hot right now. I do
1: like what I've seen though. Like I of the the little that I've like seen of the the Ron Perlman in this, I like oh, I think fantastic. David Harbour like knocks it out of the park for uh for Hellboy mm-hmm. and I kind of dig the tone. Like it feels a little bit more silly than the first one, but like Oh, no, the first ones are, are silly. Are really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah,
0: that's like, I don't, I didn't actually notice. There's not a huge difference in tone mm-hmm. between the first ones and this one, judging by the trailer. Yeah. I'm sort of happy with I saw someone who said, like, well, if they're not going to even change the tone, why bother remaking
3: it? Well, but they, I'm can, like, well they can do something but different. I don't want, there's a
1: different story to be told with it, too. Yeah, it? Now, yeah. Now,
3: since it's uh, David Harbour, I would lose my shit if in the middle of the movie they go, you thought this was a Hellboy commercial, but it's a Tide Pod yeah, commercial. Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the middle of it, it becomes a Tide Pod. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would laugh my ass off if they did that.
4: Mm-hmm. Right, count, count me all in for this <clears throat> one. Yeah. I, I love the first two Hellboys. I thought they were fun and great. Mm-hmm. And vision. I mean, now there's, a lot of that is Del Toro, let's be honest. But... I mean, I thought this trailer was was great. I thought it was really punk rock looking. Mm -hmm. I think Moni Moni is the soundtrack to the the trailer. It looks like a lot of fun. And it it threw me back to going, oh, man, yeah. I want to go watch those other two again. And whenever you see a reboot trailer that makes you want to go back and watch the other two, like, I I, I don't know. I think that's that's pretty good. I'm... I'm down with this. I can't wait.
1: Well, just to be clear, it, it makes you want to watch it again because you like what you're seeing, not what. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yes. it, it,
4: it was such. It was such a happy throwback uh-huh. that it made me think, man. You know, I, I got to wait for this one. In the meantime, why don't I go by, go back and watch the other two? Because it, it the the tone, like like Daniel said, the tone is seems right. Uh, it's it's dark, but it's got a lot of you know supernatural elements. It's funny. It's it, a whole lot of gunplay. Um it looks like fun
0: yeah it it's it looks fun i'm hoping it's i'm hoping it's good i honestly i have less i'm less excited for this than you are chris i think is the main thing
4: you're less excited
0: yeah like i'm i'm honestly i was more impressed with the trailer for m i b international than Hellboy, but part of that could be i was like well, i've kind of seen two hellboy movies mm-hmm. like this but <laughs> Yeah. That could also be good. Like, if they catch that magic again, I'm totally on board.
4: Yeah, see, I feel... Like it's funny, because I feel, exa- like, exactly the opposite of what you're saying. Like, I feel like <laughs> when I saw Men in Black, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll watch that. I mean, like, I'm not not gonna watch it. <laughs> but, like, when I watched Hellboy, I was like, yeah, that really, this looks like fun. Like, just a fun movie to watch, so...
0: I'm hoping it's good. I I I go into... Almost all of these movies, hoping they're good. Mm -hmm. Because if I want, if I'm going to go see it, and I know I'm going to see all of these, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to go see it, I want to like go see a good movie. Or a train wreck, but we'll let Chris talk about that later on. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of train wreck, Trigger's
4: train wrecks, and can I just throw this out here? And I know none of us have seen this, but Uh while we're talking about trailers, um, the reviews for Glass have not been great. That
1: kind of. Oh, that was really? I, I. I was gonna work on my most anticipated this week, uh, this weekend, and that was in it. And now I'm mm-hmm. I'm hearing it, that it's it's not. You know, I want to go in as like not like as unbiased as I can, <laughs> no. but like yeah. when you hear stuff like that, you're like, oh no, Shyamalan's, yeah Shyamalan's back in
4: a bad way. It's disappointing because Split is so mm-hmm. good. Like Split, I thought was a really really interesting. Mm-hmm movie and like I, when I watched Split I was like oh great maybe he's back mm. you know I wasn't and, the world's biggest Unbreakable fan mm. but I was like okay I, you know I can get on board well, with this as, no, a, I, as a
1: sequel I saw Split as like have never seeing Unbreakable like I, I knew a little bit of like the story and like some of the characters so like when Bruce Willis showed up at the end I knew who he was but like that movie stands out on its own like that's just like a great performance mm-hmm. from uh, James McAvoy and just some like kind of just thriller esque scary kind of stuff and i it stands on its own and when it's you i thought that if you brought Samuel Jackson, James McAvoy, Sarah Paulson, Bruce Willis all together uh-huh. i thought that it could work and it, it you we could see it and we th- we may think it works but it's it's disappointing right, yeah. it's disappointing yeah that that's the like the early buzz is that oh well this isn't yeah yeah, yeah i'm
0: i'm looking at it right now and Rotten Tomatoes consensus right now is a 36% uh, uh that's average average uh review rating of 5.1 out of Jeez. 10.
4: Uh, well, you know, I told somebody this week, it might have been you Daniel. I like I thought when I watched Split, I like I didn't think Split was an Oscar caliber movie. Mm-hmm. But I I think McAvoy... Should have gotten... Should have been nominated. A nomination. Like, I know that that seems like uh-huh. a weird movie to nominate, but, like, he had to be able to switch between characters without without telling us, and we had to know enough about what he was doing to know when he was switching characters, and know who he was switching to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I thought it was an amazing performance. Absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah, it's,
0: it's a brilliant, brilliant performance. performance.
4: I didn't mean to get us off, off no, track No, No, there, it's, no, but, no, yeah.
0: I... I, I hadn't been paying attention to the reviews for glass. That's I'm looking at it now. That's like, Batman oh, that v is- Superman numbers.
1: <laughs> Not in a good way. Yeah.
0: That yeah. is to put it in relation to stuff that's out now. That is looks like second act story Jennifer <laughs> oh, Lopez. No. Oh,
4: no. I think IndieWire, who I usually trust, I think they actually said it was maybe one of his worst movies, which is Jesus.
2: pretty damning Well see
4: seen all of his movies. The
2: oh, happening?
0: The last yeah, Airbender? The opening. Lady in the Water. Jesus oh jeez, the happening.
2: Don't get me started what? on that. No.
0: What? No. no. Actually, Chris, this is funny because we were talking about this earlier today. That is also the similar numbers to the upside, starring Brian Cranston and Kevin. Uh, Hart. Kevin. Hart. As I
4: said, as I said today, this is a terrible weekend for Kevin Hart to uh, be opening a movie. Yes,
1: <laughs> Kevin Hart. No drama there. Listen, <laughs> nothing. Nothing bad there. That's sitting at a
0: lovely thirty three percent with an average rating of five out of ten. That's uh, that should be
1: one of the promotional uh, the, the tags. Hey, we beat the upside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might be all that can boast right
0: now. The but, New York uh, Times
2: says. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the New York Times says better than, better upside. than the upside. <laughs> the upside. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: at least that's a positive review. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're all far behind a dog's
2: way home. <laughs> oh
1: God. Okay. B- which, by the way, side note. Can, can you, do you know where I'm going to go? When when Daniel and I went to go see uh, Into the Spider Verse, the last tra- which had the worst trailers the worst trailers in the I've ever like before. I've ever seen in like before a movie ever was one of them Wonderland. No.
3: Yes. Wonder, yeah,
1: Wonder Park. Something. Yeah, it is, yeah. Wonder. Park. The last. Yeah. The last trailer they showed, and Daniel can can vouch for this, I laughed for like the first five minutes of the movie. It was called The Overcomer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that sounds like a it's terrible sort of appropriate like for, 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 uh, for a
1: children's. No, it was. Uh, it's like one of those Christian movies. It was called The Overcomer.
0: <laughs> it's oh, about man. like it's like a. It's a Christian movie about like a cross country athlete like high school athlete or something <laughs> the and overcomer like, it, man it looks it it's looked not the like... one where topher
1: grace plays a hit no. uh youth pastor no, that's is it? no, no oh no, god no. i've seen what's oh what is that <laughs> it's a. Uh, oh a b- breakthrough <laughs> or something like that something oh god it's got what's her face from um this is us and josh lucas oh, for god. the first time oh in yeah she plays the mom yeah. Yeah, yeah for the first time in like 12 years <laughs> They must have a lot of money,
4: yeah. Because they occasionally will pop, will will come up with something. I'm like, that guy surely wasn't cheap, yeah. For a, you know, a, a you know for a movie like this, Topher Grace well, is, the, is like
1: currently in an academy, like a, what will be nominated for a movie that was nominated for an Oscar this year in Black Klansman. So I like, dude, oh, yeah. what? Oh, I can't wait. He to must have He must have needed have a, a lot, to lot of money. He must be that. Da- he must be down a little bit.
0: <laughs> but yeah, there must. I think it's the weird thing is they just produce those for so cheap, but they always make money. Like, that's the weird thing is, like, you don't think about it, but those movies, like, always make money because you get, like, church trips and everything. Look, if you enjoy them,
2: that's perfectly fine. It's a a win-win, though.
4: I mean, you got to think about it. way. you think, okay, the people that are coming to this movie are going to be predisposed to love it. Mm -hmm. The people who this movie isn't for aren't going to go see it, so I don't have to worry about my rep. So I mean, exactly. like, yeah, I just put this cash in my pocket and buy a new boat. I'm
1: all for know? that, but like yeah. the, the overcomer, come on, dude. The overcomer, <laughs>
3: divorced, they, uh, they could have. They need someone there to be like, um, I would not call it that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I would. I say hey, I, 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 I in, so,
4: in those types of uh, rooms where those are made, people aren't thinking a lot. of know, I, Just degenerates like know, that. That's true. That's
3: true. That, <laughs> they, they need a degenerate in there to say. Oh, uh, that's a bad name. Do not do that name. That sounds like a porn. <laughs> David's going to hire himself out as a as a degenerate for Christian film companies. to hey, uh, maybe hey just
0: proof everything. If they're hiring, yeah, I will. It's no, no, they'll just show their trailers to like a room full, to like a test audience of degenerates,
1: and just look for the moment where they go like. <laughs> there's gonna be like okay we gotta change There's gonna be a movie here. in the next five years like that and it's gonna be about some dude who like comes back to life like he was like dead for like five minutes and then like he went to heaven or something like that and it's gonna be called my second coming so <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: or it'll, it'll be like, well, he was dead for seven minutes, and then just is called seven minutes later. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
2: Perfect. Ah,
0: but yeah, as soon as that happened, Bill just leaned over and he was like, "I have so many jokes. <laughs> I have so many jokes. You can't
4: make them in the theater when you go see that That's because true. the people around you will not. Appreciate. They will not.
1: No, it's fine, and I won't be there, so it's fine." <laughs> Luckily, Spider Verse started after That's that, true.
0: and that was amazing. <laughs> uh, let's see. It looks like last big trailer we have here is the Captain Marvel special look. Uh, tickets just went on sale this week for Captain Marvel, and so they put out one last trailer. It's I I would say it's better. It shows a bit more personality, a bit more fun. Mm-hmm. I'm still torn on this movie. Because I, it has every potential to be good, and Marvel usually does mm-hmm. good work, but just a lot of the trailers haven't looked fun, or haven't looked like they're really using the 90s mm-hmm. setting
1: well. Well, first of all, before we get started, the biggest scandal of this special look is that we had to watch Imagine Dragons for 15 minutes before we got this. <laughs> um, Says you, I watched it online. That's true. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but, yeah, I it's it's weird because it's marvel and like i should trust them by now and i do trust them but i i i'm gonna go see it like i'm 100 percent gonna go see it it's the movie like captain marvel's gonna play a big role in endgame you need to go see it but like mm-hmm. it hasn't like captivated me yet usually like with thor ragnarok or with Pat black, the, the first uh trailer for black panther is one of my favorite trailers like in like the force awakens is is my the first one that came out uh like at celebration it's my favorite trailer of all time but like black (laughs) panther one is up there so like marvel is just like knocked it out of the park with their trailers recently and like for Mm -hmm. these to be kind of meh is it's it is disappointing but like i'm i'm we're all gonna go see it like that's Right. We're all going to go see it. So, but it's just, I wish it was, I was a little bit more motivated to go see it. Like, besides that, oh, well, it's a Marvel movie and I have to go see it. I'm with you, Bill. I am,
4: I am worried about this one. I think that they think it is going to be a slam dunk. And I think that it's like, I think that everybody's treating this like there's no question this is going to be just an amazing movie with no problems. And I just, I think it's a little overconfident. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like I think everybody's a little overconfident on this, and if it doesn't deliver a hundred percent, it's gonna get some. It's gonna. I don't know. I think I've always worried that Marvel's due for a little bit of a slump, mm-hmm. and it's gonna suck if this is their slump because they put mm-hmm. a lot of eggs in this basket, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I told Daniel they, you know, I uh, they're they're starting a a, uh, a Captain Marvel challenge. Have you heard about this? No, it isn't. It's it's to get young girls to go see uh, Captain Marvel. So they're trying to tie this in to some sort of social media meme slash hashtag slash push. And uh, I think that this is again a little bit cheap. You know, like I, I know that this is, I know that they're looking at this as a, you know a big movie in terms of. You know, gender and female. This is their Wonder Woman, but I think to to overblow this and just this seems like
1: a way to get more people to go see the movie. To be honest, I don't, and I don't necessarily mind that. I mean, like it's is is this their first female? Like just. Just straight female solo movie that they've ever done. This will be
0: this will be the first uh, Marvel film where the title character, the sole title character, is just a female. Because with Ant Man and the Wasp, it's yeah. both of them. So this will be the first solo female-led Marvel movie.
1: And I'm all for you know representation in in movies. Seeing yourself and your super in the superheroes is. A must and we have to we have to do better and i think using captain marvel i I don't have a problem with that but i my 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 worry isn't that like oh this is just gonna be like oh little girls go see this whatever i i i'm I'm worried that this legitimately won't be a a good movie
0: yeah that's my worry is that they're promoting it a lot and they're pushing for this a lot and it won't live up to the hype Mm. they have built and actually a funny story, Chris, uh, that I remembered as you were talking about that is when they were doing the Man of Steel movie, the first one, there was something that went around and it was they were doing specialty screeners for pastors of churches for of Man of Steel and trying to sort of talk them into, and I'm not kidding here, working superman in as an almost jesus-like figure maybe into your sermons and encouraging people. so that's like the shadiest
1: one i've ever heard zack snyder did that like it wasn't like even hiding it like he was a jesus figure the entire like both man of steel and batman v superman like you
4: yeah (laughs) the thing that worries me is that we are uh, we are all what i what i'm hearing is uh, beginning to have a slight bit of Captain Marvel burnout, and we still have three months mm-hmm. before this movie starts. We, they haven't even really started pushing the movie proper mm-hmm. in terms of like mm-hmm. seeing this as you know Captain Marvel goldfish, Captain Marvel fruit roller We've still Captain, got the Super you know, like, Bowl
1: too. I'm I'm sure there'll exactly, be something there. yeah. Because you,
4: you, We got a lot of Captain mm, Marvel to look yep. at before this movie comes
3: out. Yep. It's also probably people are just like, yeah, let's get Captain Marvel. Let's get to Endgame. The people are already looking mm-hmm. past it to just get to Endgame. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's even true. My sister pointed this out with uh, she was noticing from the marketing is that once they released the Endgame trailer, that's where the attention yeah. focused on. And even when we've because I've gone to see a bunch of movies in the theaters I've not seen Captain Marvel trailers in the theaters. I've seen Endgame. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those weird things of, you know, Well, yes, they've done some big pushes for it, but at the same time, what's sucking up all the air right now is Endgame. And I don't
1: think I, like... It, with the exception of maybe, like, one or two movies last year, I don't think I saw, like, a a movie that had a trailer for... Infinity War and then Ant-Man and the Wasp, like in the same viewing. It was either one or the other. Mm-hmm. So and I, I don't know how that yeah. works. So like maybe like obviously if you have the choice between showing a Captain Marvel trailer or showing the in-game trailer, you're gonna show the in-game trailer because it's gonna make a bajillion dollars. I will say there were some moments in the
0: latest trailer that gave me some hope. I like the dynamic. They're sort of starting to build a little <clears> bit of uh fun. Buddy copish dynamic between her and Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of like they showed a little bit of like a rapport for that and that looked interesting. There's hope. Yeah. I'm I, I'm not I'm not writing this off until I oh. see it. And there's it's it's Marvel. There's still and every chance once it's again, good. Yeah.
1: I'm not like like you said, I'm not writing it off. It's just like it's not blowing me out of the water like I anticipated it would And like every Marvel movie. Even like Ant Man and the Wasp, like I like I'm I personally really really like Ant Man, so like even those trailers I thought okay I'm ready for this I'm gonna go see this even this is just like okay I'm I'm gonna go see this. Mm-hmm. So I well, you have, have
4: they've got us trapped. We have to see it yeah. because they because they hinted that we need to know what's going on mm-hmm. before we see Endgame. Well, I mean it's a kind of a cheap trick to be honest. Like it's like okay we're gonna. Finish this up, but first, we're going to force you to see another movie so you'll understand what happens in the second half of this. Mm
0: -hmm. True. And I will say this, I remember the first trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp I was unimpressed with, and that still turned out to be a wonderful film. So, you know, it's sometimes Marvel, they're usually really good at cutting trailers, but there have been plenty of movies where they've not been good at it. And maybe this one is just one where they're having trouble breaking it into a trailer.
3: Who knows? Maybe the, they'll have a Super Bowl trailer that just blows everyone out of the water.
0: Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'd almost wonder if the Super Bowl is going to be Spider-Man's moment, though.
4: Well,
1: in, Which that's going to oh, be Are they
4: premiering tra- that at the Super Bowl? What well, it
1: was supposed to have, because footage has aired at some Brazilian Comic-Con like, in yes. the middle of December. So there's footage out there that they could release a trailer at any point. They just haven't. And that was Ooh. that. That was uh, the week that ca- there was a week where it was Captain Marvel. On, it was supposedly going to be Captain Marvel on Monday, Endgame on either Wednesday or Thursday, and then Spider Man on Saturday. And then like Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel came, Endgame came, and then no Spider Man. So, and I'll say this:
0: one tricky thing they run into there is that. You know, in the continuity of the Marvel universe, right now Spider-Man's dead, and it is tough then to go selling a movie when you maybe are hesitant to say, even though I think most people expect it, even if, like if you're hesitant to say, like, yeah,
1: he comes back. Mm-hmm. And there's, and I even like, I saw something on Twitter, which I am take this with a grain of salt. Uh apparently, like there was like tensions behind the scene of Marvel and Sony because like. Marvel was didn't want to like show off that this movie was uh was coming out until like near or before like in March or something. And Sony mm-hmm. was like we're gonna sh- we we need to announce this. We got to show this. Um
4: I read that too. Which,
1: I read that same article, yeah. I think, Bill. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard because especially with that because at that point you have two different studios like with two different like Obviously, you know with Sony, you just had Venom, which made them a butt ton of money, and now you have another Spider-Man movie that's coming mm-hmm. out that will also make you a butt ton, uh, butt ton of money. So,
3: I don't know. It's just. Do you know it'd be hilarious if they, what they did? If they did showed a Spider-Man trailer where all the Spider-Man that he unmasked himself and it's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what like
4: spider mans not in the movie. Yeah. It's all a big trick. Perfect. He's actually dead.
3: <laughs> it's really just Tony Stark going insane and pretending he's Spider-Man now. <laughs> it's his friend
4: and Aunt May going on an adventure together.
0: Perfect.
3: <laughs> oh well they, they cut to a scene where Tony starts just in the mental institution's like, <laughs> like pretending like Spider-Man's still alive. He's just talking to Peter, but <laughs> Peter only exists in his mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not quite sure if Sony wants to go so meta and off the wall quite yet. Give him time. Give him time. <laughs> Uh, that'd, oh, it'd, be, well. it'd be great though <laughs> it, it would be it'd, it'd be something it'd be memorable it would be I'm something not sure I, I'm not sure I'll say it'd be great it'd be memorable <laughs> 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 now granted we also have besides trailers tons of geeky movies out in theaters right now what are
1: theaters <laughs> theaters theaters perfect they're they're everywhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, my accent comes off oh, every no so worries. often. I'm just giving you, uh, giving you shit. So, so in the theaters, there go. We have Aquaman, Aquaman? <laughs> Aquaman, or, or Aquaman, as I sometimes Aquaman. joke. Perfect. Uh, Aquaman has been making tons of mm-hmm. money. In fact, if by the time this goes up, it has not crossed the threshold yet, it will probably quickly soon after cross the threshold to a billion dollars worldwide. It's doing just huge sales in China and amazing sales in America. Mm-hmm. It's got a 65 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and an A minus on Cinema so Score. So it's better than Glass. Good, good,
1: good. So it's.
0: <laughs> oh now I have to look at the Cinema <laughs> Score for Glass. Actually, that won't come out till this weekend. CinemaScore, for those who don't know, they basically, uh, at certain theaters across the country, they'll ask you to fill out like a survey as you're walking out, and they use that to kind of grade the people walking out of the movie what they thought mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, they don't have glass yet. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> uh, it has become... It's become one of the best-reviewed, probably the second-best-reviewed mm. film in the DCEU, uh, behind Wonder Woman, obviously. And it is on pace, though I think it's actually exceeded the pace worldwide, to pass Wonder Woman in sales. Mm-hmm. I've oh. seen it. Uh, I've uh, seen it, too. Okay. I I know... Tomlin and David, you haven't had a chance to see it yet. So, we're not going to necessarily talk spoilers. But I will say this. It is a wonderfully kind of stupid movie.
1: I listen. I know it's it's really easy to please me cuz like I I did kind of go in like hoping that it was good. Like I went in my expectations were okay. I hope it's good if I'm expecting it to be kind of okay and then if it's better than that, so be it. I went in and I really, really enjoyed it. I think there are, are some uh some transitions that I literally like rolled my eyes and said, Oh my god, that is so <laughs> stupid. Um I I hate the Africa by uh Pitbull remix. That's the uh, that's the only clue I'll give there. <laughs> yeah um yeah that that's that'll be our one spoiler yeah. is Ooh. there's a really bad africa, re- africa like, so, remix africa okay, remix I'm not Pit gonna Pit give Bull. any sp- there's like one scene where like something big and traumatic has happened and then the transition they decided was to like slowly put in the Africa by Toto remix uh by pitbull into it <laughs> and go into the next scene which is jarring and ridiculous in every way, <laughs> shape or form. But like, like other than that, but, but like, other than that, like, like you said, it, it is a little dumb, but like it leans into like the comic book material so hard and so wonderfully that like, I couldn't not like it. Like it just, it's, it, ep- <laughs> I, I think it's like, it's Lord of the Rings meets Indiana Jones meets, I, hell, I don't know. Little Star Wars, Legend of Zelda. Zelda. There's (laughs) some. Julie Andrews plays a giant crab. If that's any indication, Mary Poppins. (laughs) But it's it's. uh, I I we will
0: probably on maybe even the next episode cuz I especially want to get Noah in here cuz he and I have talked at length about this. Uh we'll break down Aquaman on a more spoilery level Did he later like cuz there is so much Noah sort of agreed with me. Okay, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. It is incredibly stupid. Uh but it's it's colorful, mm-hmm. it's bright, it's fun, yeah. which is something like none of those are things any other DCEU movie really was.
1: Yeah. I agree it it gives me hope for Shazam too cuz uh, both yes. of those like both of the tones of both those movies I definitely feel are like more of a fun vibrant feel and if this has that I think Shazam will have will will have that as well so I'm excited for more excited for Shazam now cuz l- listen I've been burned before Wonder Woman was good and then we got Justice League <laughs> so well, let's not forget too that
4: um, Jason Momoa has done a great job of putting himself out there mm-hmm. as a, as a very likable public figure. Absolutely. As well. like, oh yeah. He's done great promoting this, mm-hmm. this show. I mean, he was, he was on SNL. He was fantastic in interviews. He's charming. He's funny. He's very likable. Mm-hmm. He's really probably helped this movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I, I have to imagine that, you know, he hasn't heard it, you know, by being, by being very visible. Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of how you like that movie is going to be how much you like Jason mm-hmm. Momoa. It Like, if if you really like him, you'll probably enjoy the movie mm-hmm. quite a bit. I mean, how
3: many people actually hate Jason Momoa? That's a
0: good
1: point. I mean, it's kind of hard how to many- hate somebody who's that big and can, like, beat you up in a matter of seconds. Yeah. So, like, no, you're great. You're great. You're fine. No, really, it's fine. You're good. It's how many people would say they don't yeah. love like
0: Jason Momoa to his face. I mean, well, I like be, he'll
4: be
3: the, he's a t- big teddy bear. That's true.
4: I liked him even more after Noah told me all those awesome stories about him coming to the Lexington Comic-Con and hanging out with people. He came yeah, to Noah Comic-Con? Noah has some... Oh, yeah, Noah, Noah has great stories. Oh. Noah
0: has great stories. I, I, get, I think we'll, we can go ahead and probably plan our next podcast yeah. will oh, be, be about breaking down Aquaman, and it'll be like, We'll get Noah in here, because he has so much to say. I want to go to
1: there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But moving
0: on to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It just recently won the Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature Film. As it should. Uh, As it should. Mm -hmm. It is, it's just, oh, I wrote a review for Funkhauser about it. And it is just phenomenal. Okay, let's start at it's... the beginning.
1: One last time.
0: <laughs> One last time. <laughs> well, again, we're gonna keep this non-spoilery because I think David, have you had a chance to see it yet? Ah, uh, not yet. And Chris, I don't think you have either. I have, have you? Not, no. This. I know Bill has because I was sitting next to him when we saw uh, it. As like, in,
1: as I told Daniel as we walked out, it's the kind of movie that like kids uh kids now will like will inspire them to want to write comics or want to inspire yes. them to to write or, or to re I mean it's it's does so much right with all of its characters it it mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't it just shouldn't work like it, it's
0: uh you have by all accounts it is doing too much mm-hmm. for a movie to try for a movie that's also like it's it's doing too much for a movie to actually work, mm-hmm. but it is so good and so well written, and the performances are so great, and just everything about it works on every level that it is. And I I do not say this lightly, but it's that is the best superhero film of last year. I hands down
4: better than wait. ho oh, oh, oh. I you're saying this is better than Black Panther? Yes. Wow You see, wow. this That's
1: is a- this is where I struggle because you had <laughs> two incredibly important superhero movies last year in Aqua Aw- and not Awkward, not Awkward, <laughs> in Black Panther <laughs> and Infinity War. <laughs> Both are were special for different reasons. Um
0: I, I, But I would argue in a similar vein of cultural importance, yeah. Spider Verse is Spider Verse fits right there. It has It has a great message about basically what it takes to actually be a hero Mm -hmm. and sort of what it means, what Spider-Man means to culture as a significance. Mm -hmm. And there's a wonderful message and especially a wonderful line towards the end of the movie that just speaks volumes. And it deals with a lot of, because Miles comes from a very different culture than Peter Parker it does beautiful work Mm -hmm. and it is visually stunning in a way. I've not seen any comic book movie ever be.
1: There's the, uh, the clip of, of a pivotal moment that they have, they've released, Mm -hmm. uh, that I have literally watched at least once a day since I saw it because, Oh, me too. It's so epic. It's so, it's everything that like when we read superheroes, uh, when we read comics, when we when when I watch Star Wars and I see Luke Skywalker looking out into the sunset, looking at the twin suns, uh, it's it's that kind of of uh, of imagery, and I love it. And and I'll say
0: this because we're when we're talking about like you know, well, is it better than Infinity War? Is it better than Black Panther? For Infinity War to work, you have to at least have a working knowledge of all that came mm-hmm. before it, all the Marvel movies that came before it. And Black Panther, while a fantastic movie, still kind of has some of the Marvel problems, which is it has some trouble in its third act Mm -hmm. where it turns into CGI punching each other. And like the more interesting parts of Black Panther are the character moments as opposed to necessarily the action sequences that end Mm -hmm. it. Whereas I think uh, Into the Spider-Verse, doesn't have that problem. Mm-hmm. It has great character moments, very defining moments throughout the film, and then at the end it all kind of culminates together perfectly and smoothly, which is hard to do. Right.
1: That's the best case I've heard for it and I'm still like I'm on the fence right now uh because like Infinity War is such a to me such a like the culmination of 10 years of of storytelling mm-hmm. and I don't think that the st- the stakes are just incredible in that, and just it's epic in every way. But I'm, I'm almost there. I-, I am so close. But well, if if part of it, if part of what's guiding
0: you on that is that Infinity War hits you in that you have built up to this across ten years. In a way, Spider Verse even plays into the fact that we've known Spider Man as a concept for fifty yeah. years. <clears throat> And it plays into who Spider Man is in our culture, as well as in the culture of the characters.
1: Right. I, but yeah, it, it's it, awesome. If both of you need to go see, it, and and Chris, I know you have kids, you need to take them to see it too because it's.
4: I, I think we're gonna try to this weekend I, if we if we can. I, mm-hmm. We both really want to see yeah. it. So it, I'm mm-hmm. really like,
1: to it. It, and even if you don't see it in theaters, see it when it comes out on digital or whatever. Because, it, like, like I said, it, it's going to, kids are, are going to look at that in 10, 15 years when they're getting jobs and they're starting to write. Their mm-hmm. and they're going to say, this is what, I saw this and it made me want to do that.
4: Could yes. I take my youngest to see it? Oh, yeah. I mean, she yeah. I mean she went to see Bumblebee with us. Yeah. So oh. she's okay with yeah. like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, cartoony yeah, yeah, yeah. violence. There's, and there's nothing um, in oh. it that's
1: like super, like, Could scared. you follow it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay.
0: I think you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. And also, David, you should go see this because I know you and I know what Spider-Man means mm. to you. Uh,
3: One of my favorite characters of all time. Second only to Deadpool? It, it depends on the comic. Sometimes Spider-Man's okay, better. Also,
1: side note, if Miles Morales isn't in an MCU or a Spider-Man movie, like a oh, live-action movie in the next five years, it's, it's a mistake. Be. Because they've already set up with The Prowler, with Donald Glover,
0: but, They've already set up ways for Miles to exist in mm-hmm. that universe. I'm, They've already kind of stated he's in that yeah, universe. I'm, they just have to put him on I'm screen. I'm more
3: just waiting for this Fox merger to finally happen so Deadpool and Spider-Man can have a buddy movie. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd love that so Tom much. Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds together? That would be amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, jeez. That'd be really good, <laughs> wouldn't it? Or or you may get this weird Elseworlds thing, it's Ryan Reynolds and Tobey Maguire
3: <laughs> And halfway through the movie it ch- changes to Andrew Garfield <laughs> <laughs> And then for the last bit it's Tom Holland yeah. <laughs> But but they never Acknowledge it, it's just He just keeps going like it's, everything is normal <laughs> There, There was a
0: great animated Justice League episode a while Like back when the Justice League cartoon Was on, and like time was messing up and there's one point where it's like the Green Lantern John Stewart just changes into like the Green Lantern Hal Jordan and everyone's just staring at him and he goes it was just another chronal shift don't worry I'm up to speed (laughs) and they just never deal with it again (laughs) it's bizarre but it worked (laughs) but yeah now now we're getting into movies though perfect that I have not seen but I know you have seen Chris Mm -hmm. and that is Bumblebee
4: uh yes, and Bill you said you saw
1: it as well. I picked. did. Don't tell uh yeah. don't tell anybody, but I snuck in.
4: Uh-oh. Shh. I'm telling Uh-oh. everyone. What theater was this Bill, This was I'm, at um
1: uh, which one I'm was tweeting it? it right now. Tweet it to them. Uh it's uh, <laughs> the Lexington Green 8 that used to be there. uh <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I have to,
0: I have to tell you something. I'm wearing a wire. <laughs> Traitor! The Spinger is a Spinger corded.
4: I thought uh, I should hope so. (laughs) Yeah, we're not starting this thing over. Not at this point. Um, I loved it. I thought. I mean, and I'm not the world's biggest Transformers as a movie franchise fan. Uh, I felt like the first one was fine, uh, and they've all gone downhill from fine (laughs) since then. And then I felt like this one is is um is like a throwback to like an eighties movie, mm-hmm. like batteries not included. Or I mean, like I mean, it's like you only have you have you have Optimus Prime and some of the gang in, in like the first two or three minutes, but the crux of the movie is just Bumblebee mm-hmm. and um, two Decepticons that have come to track him down. Uh, so it has a very '80s formulaic feel. The military, but meanwhile, is trying to destroy him because mm-hmm. they don't understand him. And it takes place in the late '80s. So there's a lot of Breakfast Club references and great music. And um, I don't know that it's a movie that demands to be seen in the theater. Mm-hmm. And Bill, you might be able to agree yeah, or disagree, it, but but I think that it, I think it's a movie that easily lives on TV forever. Yeah, like I think it, like I think it'll be on TV. For a while, for a long time, and people will stop and watch it. But I don't think you have to see it the
1: thing. And th- and this is something that like, is, it, it's not really like a good thing, or it's not that hard to achieve. But like, it's easily the best Transformers movie in my opinion. Because like, yes, I, it is. I, I like you said. I I saw the first Transformers when I was like in middle school, and I thought, yeah, this is this is cool, <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, but like as you said, it just got progressively bayer. After uh after yeah. each movie, and it just not in a good way. Not like uh,
3: w- was was it progressively, or did it just get kicked it off? Did, of a it did,
1: it did, and then the uh, I I didn't even bother watching the the last
0: night. But I mean, I think I think the peak Michael Bay Transformers is when you have them trying to hit like they're trying to aim a rail gun at this giant constructor thing. Yeah, and th- yeah, and they're just like I'm under the
1: enemy scrotum and you're like really yeah yeah but this what i think works so well and what really really surprised me about it was just kind of like it, it it obviously it had that 80s vibe to it but like it had so much heart behind it too like the relationship between Haley steinfeld uh, charlie i think was her name and uh bumblebee was like it kind of had like this kind of et kind of uh yep. vibe to it mm-hmm. that i really really dug because like it, it, it just it for for a re there's a reason that he's acting in know a, a different way than he that w- we see him in the beginning and he's kind of just like this kind of cute and cuddly transformer that turns into the bumblebee that we know yeah so in hmm. just the relationship works so well and I think that's what was missing from every other Transformers movie was like they you have to there's the, no matter if it's like a transformer or a human. You have to have make believable characters, and I think they did. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect way to put it. You, 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 I, I
4: had not been invested in a Transformer character, uh, and all of a sudden I was. And so that was like the difference. And if it all sounds like a Spielberg movie, it probably is because the executive produced it, which is why it has all those elements that you love. Uh- yeah. I
0: think technically he executive produced all the Transformers mm-hmm. movies but he might have been a bit more involved uh, on this one. Yeah. And one thing I'm wondering, does he have does Bumblebee have his voice in this and does he lose it mm-hmm. in this? Or
1: a little bit he has one but then th- they show you why he doesn't have one uh in the rest okay. of them. And yeah. and it's kind of a soft reboot too because like there's something that like that happens. That it's like this. Like it kind of negates everything that we saw in the original Transformers movies.
4: Well, yeah. Well, this takes place before the original yeah, Transformers but, and,
1: movie. And yeah, and like, like it. W- it would make sense if like Bumblebee was there, but they do something that like different characters are there that aren't supposed to be there for another yeah twenty five right. years. So yeah,
4: yeah. It's it's nice, mm-hmm. nice movie. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it is probably a safe bet that most people don't remember what happened in most of the oh, Transformers no. movies. <laughs> and so they can reboot it all they want and most people will just be like, yeah, sure, yeah. whatever. But but it
3: had so many explosions. It's true. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, there still explosions. I mean, oh. don't don't get me wrong. I mean, Bill, you agree mm. it does devolve into it, it, yeah. a transform. Like the the final act is let's make no mistake about it. Just big robots punching yeah. each other.
3: That's all. That's all it is. But the stuff it in between gets back to where it is. But yeah, the stuff in between, yeah. Right. We'll have explosions right. here. Here, this building no one touched that building, but it's gonna explode. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> but it. But it's it's fighting on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. It all takes place like. In a small junkyard, or you know, a uh, military bunker compound yard, instead of them throwing each other through skyscrapers. Yeah, I mean, like they're, they're destroying it's the not city of scale. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. it's not the scale of any of the other Transformers, but it's just a much much smaller movie, and it feels that
0: way. Nice. Oh, I, I'm
1: I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing. And that. it really. And one last thing, it really like. Leans into the original uh, Transformers uh, designs. It's none of this like moderny like tra- Optimus Prime that we see oh, nice. in uh, the newer ones. Uh, yeah, it's all like eighties cartoon. And even like there's moments where I'm there's moments in the beginning where like that's I think that's from the the original show. <laughs> yeah, no, nice.
4: yeah, I agree. And I, I was going to ask you that, Bill, because it did feel to me like they even looked more yeah. like the cartoon versions of themselves. And I think I think they the
1: that was intentional because I think like that people that I think Travis Knight who directed it was so, like was a big fan of it uh, growing up and I think he wanted to lean into that a little bit more because they've they've really gotten away from that.
0: <laughs> I would argue they were never there yeah. to start with. Oh yeah, him. yeah.
1: So overall recommended. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'll say this, of the movies that came out um, in the weekend it came out, and it came out in a packed weekend, it was Aquaman, Bumblebee, and Mary Poppins Returns, as well as Welcome to Marwen. uh, it has the highest Rotten Tomatoes score of all of them. It's mm-hmm. at
4: 93%. Does anyone know anyone who saw Welcome to Marwen?
1: Um, no. Hold on, who saw? someone around me saw Welcome to Mar? My sister went with her boyfriend, and I have not talked to her since. And they're now it It's enough. exclusively because <laughs> Have you checked in on her. Ex- Is she okay? Yeah, or, she, or just haven't talked to her about the. movie? It's exclusively because she saw "Welcome to Marwen." I don't think that that's a real movie. It's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which actually wasn't there. Uh, wasn't there another movie that came out around then, Chris? That maybe you've seen. What's that. Um... <laughs> Are you talk about what we spent
4: time talking about today?
0: I think so. Didn't that oh, come you out
4: little bit Holmes and a little oh, yes. Yeah, I saw Holmes and Watson a little
0: bit of a you... bit of on Christmas night? of a little bit of a
4: Christmas night, yeah. What was I of to do? bit
2: of a little bit
4: of a First of all, little I, of a little bit of a little bit I there were bit of a little bit of a little True. True. So, there's also, on paper, no reason why I would not want to go see this movie. Like, David, you're talking about how Spider-Man's your favorite character. Sherlock Holmes is my number one favorite fictional then, character. And then why
3: would you go see Holmes and Watson where they just make him a like goofball? <laughs> and you weren't
4: well, disappointed? I, I, Be- well, <laughs> no, well, I, I thought I didn't want to see Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes. I enjoy, ended up enjoying that. I love... I love everything Will Ferrell and John C. Riley have done together. There's no reason on paper this would not be enjoyable. It is terrible. It's awful. It's not funny. It's not inspired in any way. There's nothing about it that's funny. And I'm not saying that, like, but these are terrible reviews I'm not sure what they are on Rotten Tomatoes right now
0: it is currently 8% on Rotten <laughs> that's, Tomatoes that's generous. With, a, yeah. with a cinema score so this is the audience <laughs> poll of it a cinema score of a D plus <laughs> wow
4: <laughs> Yeah. and it deserves every bit of that if not less is I mean, it? like it's,
0: it, it, it. is it better I than the what? room is it better than the room there is enjoyment to be found in the room <laughs>
4: Well, it, it depends. It, it, uh, it, are you watching the room by yourself? Because if you're watching the room by yourself, I'd rather watch Sherlock Holmes. But if you're watching, if you, do I get the luxury of watching the room with other people? Yes, you do. That would be much preferable. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, you gotcha. Go. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the problem is here. I, like, I think that the situation is that Adam McKay is not involved, mm-hmm. perhaps. Um, because I watched they, Step Brothers three nights ago, and I was like, damn, this is so. Great. I love this movie. So, I like, think it's just so funny. And those two have such great... Uh, what feels like improvisational off-the-cuff chemistry. In this movie, it feels like they're sticking to a script. And the script is terrible. And they are completely <laughs> unwilling to go off-script at any time. <laughs> and it's just... Awful. Well, it's weird. And, like, I know that there are people who are going to look at this score and be like, oh, well, it's 8%. Sure, but critics aren't going to like it anyway. I mean, critics didn't like Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is a great movie. They, the Critics are 100% right in this one. It is not
2: good well,
1: at all. I saw an interview with them, like, a month ago that was, apparently they did a, it, if that's what you're saying is true, then maybe their improv just wasn't good because they kept, they, there were days on set where they kept on going back and forth on who was playing Holmes and who was playing Watson. And then, like, they kept on doing that for, like, two or th- like two months into production, and then they were like, okay, somebody's got to play Holmes and somebody's got to play Watson for real. This <laughs> sounds like a terrible way to make it.
2: I
0: know!
1: That's <laughs> what I'm saying! Wait. Bill, isn't that how
0: it started with the making of the solo film? When did Ron Howard Ron- come in to try <laughs> to fix Holmes and Watson? Two, <laughs> <Yeah>. two <laughs> weeks before
1: production was supposed to end. <laughs> So one way, of you is going to
4: play solo, one's going to play bad There you go. Perfect. Perfect.
2: <laughs>
4: but now, he, here's the thing, though, it's like, at least John C. Riley looks like he's trying. <laughs> he has nothing going on, and it's not funny. But At least he's trying. Wolf Ferrell looks like he's just mailing it in, and it just... Oh, that makes it's me so really sad. It's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm oh. 100% with you, it made me very, very sad. Like, it, I just kind of felt like, well, I guess these two couldn't have a 100% run forever. Is
1: Will Ferrell me- <laughs> uh, entering his grown-up Adam Sandler years? <laughs> well, well, Will Ferrell has to start
3: trying to do serious movies first. Mm-hmm. That's true. And well, try to do something like Click. He hasn't done well that then- yet. Oh, jeez, Click. Yeah, well, Will, Will Ferrell's
4: then- done Everything Must Go. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. he
0: stranger has, than Fiction. He's done some serious ones. Yeah, stranger yeah. than fiction. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: is he entering his Bruce Willis phase where he just stops caring?
2: I no, I don't <laughs> think he's
4: there. I think that they. I think that for this one, and uh, Ethan Ethan Cohen, not Ethan, but you know, E T A N Cohen, mm. he's written. Yeah. Uh, he's written several comedies. Uh, he's directed this, and I just felt like maybe it's Adam. Maybe it's the the triangulation of riley Farrell mckay and mckay obviously was off doing Vice, so he didn't yeah. do this and i feel like maybe he was the the missing ingredient and i'm and that's maybe. what i'm gonna say that's
0: I'll, I'm i' i'm just gonna I say think, that's what it was i think mckay has started the level of his career where he now makes movies that are going to be nominated for academy <laughs> awards because he had the big short and now he has this i will say because like you said uh Someone said, like, oh, well, I'm sure audience will be like, well, that's just what the critics say. 28% uh, audience score on that, with a, with an average rating of 1.9 out of 5. And I just want to read this critics' consensus. Uh, the lowest and vilest alleys in London do not present a more dreadful record of the adventures of Sherlock Holmes <laughs> and Dr. Watson than does Holmes and Watson. Yeah.
4: And the funny thing is, is that they have... Steve Coogan, Rob Brydon, and Ray oh, and Rob Ray Fienzen, and Rebecca Hall, and they do nothing with those people
0: Jesus. at all.
1: What? That is a waste of some of the best
0: yeah, talented
2: I, actors okay. that Britain's Get,
1: made. Don't, don't be mad at me, but I just saw *Grand Budapest Hotel*. Ray Fiennes is awesome in that. Like, oh, that he, his, Ray he's Fiennes is he's amazing. hysterical in that. That's yes, so, he is. Oh God, that's so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible yeah.
4: here to tell you don't waste your money don't do it
0: is it even worth like if you see it come up on no, tv nope, later nope not at all and, <laughs> just and, just avert
2: your yeah, eyes and,
4: and you guys know what a fan of comedy i am so i mean like oh. i like a lot of terrible comedy just because if i could find some sort of purchase in it you know i'll, I'll you know i'll i'm fine with it and I'm here to tell you that I would never watch this movie again. Jeez. Ever. Wow. So if you see it come on, yeah. just go
3: full bird box oh, and blindfold geez. yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Like, this doesn't have any, like, ironic pleasure to it, it's just terrible.
4: No, none. In fact, this one whole sequence where they all just talk about Donald Trump for for a minute and a half. What?
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah.
4: yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. And Why? then, here's a perfect example. For, and I don't I, I keep harping on this, but
2: here's a, oh, no, here's, this a perfect, here's a
4: perfect example. There's a scene in that movie where they're getting ready to go in and view a dead body in the morgue. And Dr. Watson says to Holmes, now Holmes, you know you know what happens when you see dead bodies. Let's hope this doesn't happen again. He's like, I know Dr. Watson. And he's like, you know, Dr. Watson's like, when you see dead bodies, you tend to vomit and then you tend to have diarrhea and, and it's like, and you're thinking, okay, well, here's where, we're, where he's going to go in and see this body, and he's going to vomit he's and have diarrhea. diarrhea. Right. right, exactly. And that doesn't happen. <laughs> like, it's like, and at that point in the movie, I, I'm like, I would have loved at that point sitting in that theater to just watch it i've been perfectly happy to just watch a scene of a man puking and shitting himself because it would have been I'm at least brief. something Jesus. at least something base level you know degenerate humor that i could have at least laughed at and they did It's it just there's nothing in it there's nothing going on it's it's terrible
0: Wow's oh man do you feel better getting that out, Chris? I do. Thank you for
4: providing <laughs> me that uh, that uh, that that chance to do that.
0: I will say it has Adam McKay listed as a producer on it. He must have just been like, "Yeah, sure, put my name on it, whatever." Well, this
4: movie's like, been in development have... for
0: year for a few years, so I think that he probably oh, was. God.
4: A, he was probably attached at one point. That's what I'm guessing.
0: Probably. Hugh Laurie is my that, There's some amazing talent in this.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you, yeah you Hugh Laurie it. Yeah.
0: is brilliant. If yeah. you have ever seen any of A Bit of Fry and Laurie yeah. or Blackadder? Like, he's amazing as a comedic performance. If you only know him as House, you are doing yourself a disturb- mm-hmm. disservice. Ah, well, I only know him as House. <laughs> well, go back and watch A Bit of Fry and Laurie. Okay. And, and it's on Hulu. It.
4: You can find it oh, all cool. on Hulu. Oh, awesome. is it?
0: Yeah. Awesome. It's a young Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie doing sketch comedy, oh, it is amazing. Yes. That sounds right up my alley. Oh, you'll, you'll love it. That, like, that, that's the recommendation, skip Holmes and Watson, yeah. watch a bit of Fry and Laurie. <laughs> yeah,
4: and then watch uh, Mitchell and Webb.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. That, what is it, that Mitchell and Webb look? Yep,
4: I'll tell you another good British thing to watch is uh, "Would I Lie to You." It's on. Uh, yep. You can find those on YouTube. That is fantastic stuff. That's Rob Brydon. Uh, which Rob Brydon, that.
0: yeah. And also, you can look at QI. Yep, Rob Brydon's on that a bunch. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great British things you can watch. None of them are Holmes and <laughs> <in> Watson. <Washington>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that might do it for us for here. <laughs> Uh, unless you want me to start ranting about Mary Poppins' return. No, 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 no. It's, no. We're good. We're good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Dan and I are going to do a whole separate Mary Poppins
4: <laughs> Returns takedown episode sometime. Oh,
1: we, we could, Chris. Yes, we, we could. could. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really that bad? I haven't seen it yet. It's
4: not. That's the, that's the not, weird thing.
0: It's not bad. It's If we do a takedown episode, I'm going to bring my sister, who actually wrote the review for Funkhouser for Mary Poppins Returns, and her usual take on it is meh. Yeah. It's, like my
3: yeah.
0: my thought is, it's fine. It's a perfectly fine movie.
2: It could it's be
4: just, argued that it's done perfectly. It's just not very entertaining. Uh, like I don't know yes, how it happened. Exactly. I don't know how it happened,
0: but it happened. It's a, it's a perfectly executed movie that just... Doesn't grab you on any level. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah, that's a whole thing. Yep. Um well. And if you want to complain to me about my thoughts on Mary Poppins, you can find me on Twitter at Daniel Dunstan. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, if they want to complain about you, where can they find you? They can find
1: me on Twitter at Star Wars Bill. You can also find me on my podcast, uh, Skywalking Through the League, at Skywalking TL. Uh, thank you once again for having me. I, I always love coming on here, and uh, I-, I get to uh, to bitch and gripe about things that I-, I I don't normally get to bitch and gripe in in the real world. So it's thank you. Well, I'm glad we can give you a
0: chance to do that. <laughs> Chris, where can people find more of your stuff if they're interested?
4: Uh, Well, you can find me on cm underscore Tomlin on Twitter. Uh, You can also listen to uh, another podcast I'm on with uh, the great curmudgeon Lee (laughs) Cruz on the Funkhauser (laughs) Situation Podcast, where we've talked about some of the similar movies we've talked about today, so
3: as well as a bunch of other movies. Mm -hmm. And David. Where can people find you? I mean, you can find me at Twitter at the Hood, but chances are I'm probably not going to post things. I reply to a lot of things. I don't post anything. <laughs> but it, I'll, I'll tell you this. If someone can kidnap Bill and make him see uh, Holmes and Watson nope. as many times nope. as you can, you'll be my no, best friend. Con- I'll let you know. Listen, condone torture listen, on this listen. podcast. If you kidnap
1: me, just let, I just want you to know right now, I have a lightsaber. I know what I'm doing with it. Um, just don't try it. Light, not even, lightsaber's not real. Not even, um, I made one. Not even once. Not even once, guys.
3: <laughs> he, he, he's a big wuss. Just kidnap him, take him to Holmes and Watson, you'll be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, you know what? We're going to have to. Now we have to all go as a podcast. No, Don't make me do
1: me. I, no, it. I know. No, that. I didn't No, agree. Oh, Chris,
3: Chris, you're no, fine. Oh, you're man, fine. Timber, You've yeah, seen no, not too bad. Not. I do not live in Lexington, so, oh, shut. I can't go. I
1: moved out of Lexington just so I don't have to see it. You're in the, process, in the process of moving yeah, as you right it. I'm on apartments.com with Jeff Goldblum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, and you can just keep an eye out here on the feed for hopefully we'll get more regular about putting these out. Uh, Probably sounds like the next one's gonna be all Aquaman but there is a lot of fun to break down in Aquaman so if you've seen it just trust me. It'll be fun. Uh, And just want to thank everyone for joining us and listening in. Please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us out a lot and it gives me some fun reading material when I see what people think (laughs) and As always, see you nerds.